May 10th, 2023. I'm just going to word some jokes. Hey, what's up? What's happening? How's everybody doing? Doing all right. I'm good. Good. Took some time off from comedy for about a month to get my mental health right. Getting a little bit crazy, and um, you know, you know, I had to take care of myself. Um, had to reflect on what was going on, and just realize how angry I was. A lot of that had to do with the fact I wasn't really getting any pussy. I, that'll do that to a nigga. So I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to get on this dating shit, and so I did. And. Um, Fortunate for me, it didn't take long to find a young, lovely young lady that I wanted to have raw sex with. Yeah, yeah. Went ahead and told her she was my girlfriend. And at first I asked. I was like, I know, will you be my girl? I want to shine to on the nerd, the inner nerd that I am. And it was, it was a real awkward situation. She's like, you know, can I just, yeah, yeah, you know, can, can I give me a little time, think about it? Initially, I had to think about it. I was like, hold, hold the fuck on, you know the fuck I am? I'm overqualified, bitch. Yeah, I got two degrees, pay my own rent, got my own vehicle, pay all my own vehicles like a dumbass. And I don't ask women that I'm fucking for money. It's all good. I, uh, a couple of days went past. I said, damn, she gonna get back to me on this? But then, the uh, masculine nigga at me, so hey, you can't be telling, asking these women they're gonna be your girl. You gotta tell them that you're gonna be your girl. And I was like, yeah, you're right, because that's what I do. I have many conversations with the personalities in my head. Like, yeah, you know what? You're right. That's what I did. Right as I was eating her out, I was like, hey, you're going to be my girl. She's like, okay. She felt this is how that works. Since you can't knock them over the head and drag them like the Stone Age, you got to eat their pussy and tell them. Oh yeah, it also helps to uh, to trick and like that. And these women only only language they speak is money. Love is cool, but money's better. Yeah, I was I was whipped. I was whooped. I was so whooped. I bought Beyonce tickets before we had sex. Simping ain't easy. Simping ain't easy. On that note. Hey, Google, set a timer for seven minutes. All right, seven minutes. Starting now. Yo, what's up? What's happening? I mean, it's Forrest Job. Forrest like the movie. Job, like the Bible for you Christian motherfuckers. Yeah. 
I don't know nobody, nobody's going to church anymore, but any of y'all grow Christian? Any of y'all grow going to church? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. My family, both sides, is church heavy. Um, it came out of this sect of Christianity called the Church of God, Saints of Christ. And it's like mixed Seventh-day Adventists with Kojic for people that are familiar with the, you know, Bible land. And you got them, but they met on the Sabbath. They really kept the Sabbath, you know, you know, holy. And basically from sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday night, your eyes were on God. And unfortunately, I didn't grow up in that shit. But I did spend the summer of 92 with my grandma. Yeah, just um, got real awkward Friday nights. And you couldn't watch TV. Imagine an 11 year old could not be able to watch TV on a Friday night. That was fucking torture. So I'm so damn smart because I had to read books. There's another punishment my mom used to do too. She used to, whenever I get in trouble in school, be like, no TV for a week. Read them books. Just do them book reports. That's why when I'm dating, women use big words. I'm like, eh, whatever. She don't work on me. But back to talking about church. Yeah, I couldn't watch TV on Friday. A TGI Friday in that household was non-existent. My people 40 and up know how excited it used to be about TGI Friday. And then on the Sabbath, we'd go to church. We'd be there all freaking day. Get there right about a little bit after breakfast. Spend lunch there. And go home right as the sun was setting. Who the hell wants to be in church all freaking day? So glad I didn't grow up in that. But my late father, he uh, he was an aspi aspiring preacher. He just could never get the, the pastor thing going. So he just bounced around from church to church. And uh, we had this one church back home in St. Louis. That I that we went to and like unless you love church, going is pretty boring. So I needed an activity and I had just started playing the saxophone. Yeah, a little outside saxophone. Simpsons had been out, Kelly was out, and you know, I was just inspired by Lisa Simpson. I was like, hey, I want to play the saxophone. Fortunately, I had an uncle who played saxophone, and you know, let me borrow one of his. And so I joined the church band. But the problem was, I wasn't that good. They wanted you to play by ear. And I could only read music. 
And since I wasn't that good, I didn't play that loud. And so the sound people complained every week. I'm like, hey, this dude over here, he's barely hearing him, not barely registering him. But I enjoy the shine of being on that stage. And I was devastated when I got kicked out the band. I got kicked out the church band. Yeah, the minister of music told my mom, hey, this dude needs to get some, uh, some, some saxophone lessons. I was just, I was so hurt. I, I hated that I could not be in the band. And what made it worse was the fact that they, my replacement was light-skinned and might as well have been a professional saxophone player at the age of, age of 13 or age of 14. Yeah, he was a, he was a natural, he was a natural and just, just sucked, man. It's like light-skinned beef. You know, I would like the scene in Color Purple when Morris is up there looking at Prince while he's doing his thing, doing Purple Rain, just in amazement. But I was just hating because all the girls liked him. None of the girls liked me. Oh me, oh my. I wish they would have said hi. Church. Yeah, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of my dad passing. And he loved him some Jesus. He would take us to these uh, church revivals. It's like Coachella, but for church. Fuck! Oh man, let me put that down. I ain't had it written down. All right. All right. Um. Hey, Google, stop.
get these motherfucking reps in and shit, cause you know, these fucking jokes, gotta, gotta get these reps in, cause these jokes ain't gonna tell themselves. Yo, know, I dare you to, I, I dare you to ask. Gotta get these reps in, cause these jokes is not gonna tell themselves. I dare you to ask your mom, your auntie, your grandma, or one of your aunties if they smash Will Chamberlain. This motherfucker, fuck, 20,000 women. All right, oh uh, shit, we still recording over there. Hey, we gotta get these reps in. We gotta get these reps in. Get these reps in. Practice, practice. You love going to Benny Hinn. Anybody know who Benny Hinn is? Have you heard the name? It's one of them TV televangelists that would throw the jackets at people and they pass out. Like, throw the coat and fall out. Yeah, man. Dad love that shit, man. He used to, he used to watch them videos. Like how basketball we players we watch NBA games. I used to, but I couldn't. It's the thing that sucked about going to those revivals is you see funny shit, but you couldn't laugh. So I need my dad thinking I was just laughing at his 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 joy. But I used to wonder, I'm like, damn, what the fuck is yeah, they passing down. We got what's going on up there? Passing smooth out. Uh 
But for real though, the whole time I was just thinking about all the cartoons I'd rather be watching or video games and Nintendo I would have been rather big watching. Oh dad had me out there fucking watching these niggas scamming motherfuckers with a coat. Yeah, I miss my dad, man. He was dope. He was dope as fuck, man. I had a I guess it is different. Like when your dad dies, your parent dies when they solid. And my dad, he just, you know, he took his fly coat, kites, took his bowling. I don't think he molested us. We saw not recall. You know, this is the thing about, you know, molestation, you know, memory. Sometimes you're like, oh, good. And bam. But fortunately, I didn't, I didn't get touched. Yeah, my dad wasn't a molester. My uncle was. Yeah, you know, you find out things after the funeral. You find a lot of things when you clean out your parents' stuff. Yeah, found my dad's pocket pussy. Actually, my brother found it. Um, clean out my dad's shit. I'm in another room and I hear, fuck! I'm like, whoa, 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 what's up, what's up? Did anybody, somebody else die? He's like, no, it's dad's pocket pussy. I'm like, damn, shit. It's like, all right, well, since it's not in the will, we're gonna have to rock, paper, scissor it out. Who's gonna throw it out, throw it away? Since I had played a lot of rock, paper, scissors in Iraq, I, I won. I also had a pocket pussy in Iraq. Yeah, nah, I'm not really a fan. I'm not a fan of synthetic vagina. I like the I like the real one, I like organic vagina. You got any organic coochie in the house? Got a synthetic coochie in the house. Motherfuckers look confused. Like, that's the trans women. Have you want to tell trans jokes? Every time I do, my dick gets cut off. Yeah, I got blacklisted from like three spots for my trans jokes. So, you know. I like coming here every night or every Monday, so I'm gonna keep it light. But you would think that. Like you would think there would little bit be more there would be some more unity, more allies for the trans people. One of them allies really needs to be married men. Yeah, especially the married men that go by the happy wife, happy life uh, motto. Cause for that to work, yeah, for that with that, you gotta cut your dick off to keep the peace in the house. They're dedicated to the cause, um, especially my favorite are the post-op trans women. Their jokes are just way better. They're way better, and they just said so they're about it. They don't talk about it. They're be about it. My roommate from Iraq is 
a woman now. Yeah, she does hair. But when she was a man, she's trying to kill me. I'm gonna try to get these uh, pronouns right as I tell the story, because you know, I'm trying to keep up this just a lot. So forgive me um, if I offend anybody by misgendering during this story. But um, he, yeah, but there we go. Hold on, let me do So Jason is this white dude, and um, if you know anything about white people, they don't like to clean. A lot of them don't like to clean. And they stuck me with Jason um, for this 15-month deployment. I was like, fuck, this motherfucker be stinking. And the Army, it's a bit different in the Army. You have people yelling at you for not cleaning your room. You have, you know, there are consequences, repercussions. Your room is not clean. It doesn't matter if your side of the room is clean. The whole room needs to be clean. Yeah, imagine being responsible for another adult. And so. Hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, set a timer for seven minutes. Sure, seven minutes, starting now. So imagine getting yelled at because another motherfucker can't keep his, keep his room clean. That's what happened. And um, so we're, we're in Iraq and um, we're getting smoked. Um, man, I got to interpret for y'all. So getting smoked is you're doing a lot of push-ups. It's all of y'all, everybody's getting punished because of this one person. And so, Sergeant, so hey, after you're done smoking, it's like, you know, clean up the room, make sure your room gets clean. And if it doesn't, there'd be more consequences and repercussions. And so I'm pissed off. And we get back to the room, and Jason's just sitting there, not cleaning. And I'm snapping, I'm just snapping. I'm like, motherfucker, we just got, fuck, I do a bunch of push ups. Motherfucker, you gotta clean up shit. And apparently, Jason was fed up. And so he goes to reach for his M4 AR-15 for you, you know, NRA motherfuckers. And he cocks it, and I'm like, oh shit, he's about to shoot me. So I lunge for him, knock the M4 out of his hand, and then two-piece him, doot, doot, and I'm just teeing off on him till one of my other soldier partners pulls me off of him. Yeah, they ended up uh, ended up being a travel assistant for the remainder of the deployment. Lucky motherfucker. But yeah, yeah. He's a she now, doing hair. I'm proud of her. Yeah, make sure I call my grandma this week. One of these days, I'm gonna muster the courage to ask her if she had sex with Will Chamberlain, or if she thought about it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That motherfucker fucked 20,000 women. You never know, you never know. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go ahead and ask for Granny if she smashed. And granny, one of your aunties, like, hey, y'all get down Will. They'll have, and it's hilarious, they will have footage of, they showed a picture of him at Martin Luther King's funeral. Like, damn, they got footage of this motherfucker doing everything but scoring a 100-point game. Shook. I think they had a couple prominent black women were trying to trying to sue to get it stopped. I'm like, God, oh, please stop. Sound like them Spillman hoes. That I was trying to shut down Nelly's bone marrow drive. He was having for his sister. So ironic, so ironic, especially because the Cosby name is on the Spelman, uh, Spelman Art Museum. Yeah, Camille Cosby used to go up there for uh, yoga when I was in grad school. Every time I walk on her, like Cosby, all right, it's an appropriate place for this. This name right here. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Auntie Peaches popping that pussy on Peach Tree. And eight millimeter. Let's see. Anybody remember the first STD test? Before we get there, y'all fucking like that? I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Gotta see how how hard this joke is gonna land. But yeah, y'all remember y'all first one? How often y'all get tested? Somebody's like, tested? What's that? Well, you nasty motherfucker. Tested during the olden days, but testing is easy now. Testing is just go piss in a cup, get some blood, go about be nervous for a few days, and go about and see your results online. You go on, go on your merry way. Back in my day. You could stick a little suave Q-tip up your dick hole. Not fun. 
experience. First time I got tested, nurse stuck that Q-tip up a pee hole, and I was like, bitch, and I wanted to punch her and fuck side head, but I couldn't, I had to hold together. And then you had to wait for the results to get mailed to you. Two.